Hello and welcome to Investing in the Future, a three-part podcast series by Golf News that will take you on a journey through one of the major players in the economy of Dubai and the UAE to buy investments. I'm Lachlan Kitchen, your host for the series. Dubai Investments was incorporated in 1995 and is one of the UAE's leading investment companies. Listed on the Dubai financial market, it has over 15,000 shareholders, more than 20 billion dirhams in assets, and a share capital of 4.25 billion dirhams. Over the course of this series, we'll cover the evolution of the Dubai and UAE property market and the pivotal role Dubai Investments plays in shaping the sector, and we'll focus on the company's commitment to sustainability and green initiatives, which are aimed at creating social and economic value in different sectors. But first, we will take a look at how Dubai Investments has been able to generate sustainable returns through diversification. In this episode, we'll delve deep into why a diversified portfolio is crucial to Dubai investment success and how it enables the company to navigate changing market dynamics. We'll also explore the key sectors the company invests in, real estate, manufacturing, financial services, healthcare, and education, among others, and reveal the strategic advantages of such diversification. Taking us through this insightful discovery is our guest, Gautam Mahanti, a financial services industry leader with over 20 years' experience as an investment banker, private equity partner, and management consultant. Gautam funded a private equity media and entertainment fund, closing in excess of $100 million, now owned by Aegis Capital. He has been based in the UAE since 2015 and has a history of success across a variety of different fields. Gautam, thank you very much for joining us on Investing in the Future. Hi, Kitch. Happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Gautam, financial experts often talk about diversification in your portfolio because it minimizes your risk, yet still enables the same level of returns. Given your experience, what is an example of a diversified portfolio, a successful one for an investment company? Sure thing. It's a very relevant question and great advice uh, from most good financial advisors. Let me give some context for people who talk about diversification. If you're good at finance, you'll make a 90, but to make a century, you need diversification. Or to score injury time goal to take a team through the line, you need diversification. It does not only minimize risk, but what it also does is it increases your opportunity to get performance across various sectors. Because a lot of the commodities that or assets that people invest in are inversely proportional. When I say that, for example, when gold goes up, stocks are down and it's the other way around. So that's what diversification does for you. Is the oldest, uh, one of the oldest proverbs in the book, which is do not put all your eggs in one basket. And uh, that's still true, especially true in finance. Now, coming to the second part of the question, there are excellent examples actually in the region, which are great at diversified investments. Uh, Dubai investment is definitely point in case, and we can talk more about it as we go through the discussion. Another great example is Dubai Holding, which is done really well with diversification. And uh, there are several examples like Aegis Capital, which you mentioned, and Sequoia Capital, which is now one of the biggest investors across the world. Their strength, the, the fifth gear that they got into is because of diversification. So on that topic of diversification, if we look at Dubai Investments, They've been so successful. But what is it about their diversification that's made it so successful? So I would sound a little, little academic, but <laughs> diversification is usually two kinds. There's concentric and horizontal. Now, Apple, uh, just to make it easy, is horizontal. 
Okay. It looks at the phones and the ecosystem around it stays in the software electric- subscriptions, those Absolutely. sorts of things. Absolutely. Versus a company like Dubai Investment, which started this journey much earlier, not just for the reason, but also globally, is where we look at concentric diversification. You start at a problem or look at a particular market with real estate, and then you slowly expand into horiz- horizontals, which support the concentric growth, which is essentially creating multi-use properties, which help build a community and not just a standalone building for that example. So when you look at the diversification, we've touched on some of the reasons of success, but you mentioned you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, One of the other great rules is that change is inevitable. How has the diversification policy changed over time? Sure. So one uh, thing everybody presumes is when you diversify, you go into multiple global locations, you go into uh, multiple different commodities and assets. That's not true. Slight tweaks in your same investment strategy causes diversification, uh, especially for Dubai investments. Now, like I said, they started with getting uh, allocated land parcels. And then it was up to them to see and decide whether they want to just create a, you know, a, a community where there are housing alone. But that's not what they looked at. Uh, what Dubai Investments has really done well through its acquisitions is it has now 30 plus wholly owned subsidiaries or partially owned subsidiaries. And these were in line with the view of doing concentric diversification, where they looked at companies which have synergies with them and where their portfolio increases by strength. What makes it interesting to you? So what's really good is to, so so a lot of my background is mergers and acquisition. That's what I did for, that's been bread and butter for a long time. Uh, when you're looking at an acquisition, most of the people are looking at getting the sales pipeline. Essentially, that's what you're focusing on, that their numbers should sit on my books. Versus Dubai Investment had the vision at the time when they started acquisitions, that they looked at various portfolio companies, which will add to their business, and it becomes more complementary than just an increase in the revenues or the numbers. So you mentioned Apple before. Is it the same as Apple decide to buy Beats headphones? Because they want to tap into that sales pipeline of of the headphone market. Absolutely. It's, It's... you're spot on. That's exactly what Apple did. It did not only take away that BTEC phones market, but also looked at adding to their technology. Which suite. is, I guess, another form of diversification. Exactly. Got some Dubai investments have been very successful with their real estate portfolio over the years. So I want to know if you can reveal what are some of their latest, what are their new exciting investments in real estate? There are a lot of exciting projects uh, that Dubai investments coming up with. A uh, lot of them are going to be really high ROI investments uh, for investors into real estate. The one I'm most excited about is at Almarjan Islands. Uh, this is called Dana Bay by Dubai Investments. It's a billion dirham project. So it will be a premium resort style uh, living project that they're building. What's really exciting is it's not only approximately 90,000 square meters, but off that 90,000, it's 40,000 square meter worth of beaches. Uh, so it's the perfect uh, investment that one would look at, especially in Russell Kema. Given the climate in Russell Kema, it is all about resorts. It has become one of the main free zones, which is encouraging a lot of companies which are doing well. So that is a project to keep an eye out for. When it comes down to the rules of investing, um, I'm a big fan of Warren Buffett, and he always says that uh, one of the main rules is you never lose money. 
Uh, you've got to focus on the long term, as always. Too many people want to get rich quick. And you've got to really know the product and the market they're investing in. Uh, when Dubai Investments do decide to invest in a portfolio, uh, how do they know what's right for the company? Is it a case of are there anything similar in their characteristics or in the foundations or in the business ecosystem or the life cycle of the company? Anything that makes it common with what makes them want to invest in a company? So it's it's very interesting, and especially with the current climate, uh, there are so many apps which make you invest into stocks, which wasn't the case earlier. Uh, everybody's looking for a quick turnaround, which is fundamentally what Dubai investment has stayed away from. They have constantly believe in the number one rule of investment, which is compounding. You compound over the years, so your wealth grows and multiplies, and it's a geometric progression. Uh, sorry for my maths throwing that in. But uh, what really helps is to, DI has stayed in that journey where they looked at, uh, like I said, concentric diversification, but making sure that it's compounding the investments that are already in their portfolio. Gotsam, you've been doing this for 20 years, and I, I, you probably don't want me to admit that, but you've been successful for so long. I want to know from your experience, how does the market react when a company decides they are going to diversify? Do you do you ever see a change in the share price movement? Does, is there a positive reaction when a company outlines their new diversification policy? Thanks for reminding me. I've been doing the devil's work, but for a good cause for the last 20 years. Uh, but having said that, um, markets are volatile by nature, and that's what keeps it exciting. Uh, when a company says we're going to diversify, it usually sends chills down investors' spine because they're not sure whether it's going to happen or not. But when a company like Dubai Investment gets into diversification, because of the track history and of the companies that they've held, it, the companies have done well, uh, their track history has been good, people get excited. So it is a lot to do with how you've performed, how your past diversifications or acquisitions have performed, which can control the market sentiment. When it also uh, comes down to certain investments, are any through Dubai investments, could they be allocated as diversifiable risk? And by that, I mean, they can even be practically or reduced or eliminated some of the risk through diversification. So it's, it's again, it's very interesting. If you invest in a company which is already diversified, you down, you take that risk it down. It dilutes the risk. Exactly. So if you go with a Dubai investment uh, investment, it dilutes that and you don't have to think yourself about where should I diversify. It's, you know, some of the top brains of the country which are sitting together and thinking of where to diversify. And like I said, have the track record to look at it and say, this is where we want to put our eggs. And then that's where it goes from. Yeah, making sure they're not in the one basket, one basket. obviously. Yeah. Uh, in your career, what are some of the other examples that you've seen, aside from Dubai Investments, of really successful uh, diversification investments? So there have been um, quite interesting stories. I'll talk about a company called Videocon, which was the pioneer of white goods. Uh, it's a very, it's, it's almost a case study. Uh, they went into white goods. They were beaten down by Sony's and Samsung's and the whole wave. They diversified massively into becoming an investment company and to diversify into telecoms. It's complete 180 degree shift. And they did really well and they survived where a lot of their contemporaries completely died in the market. Now, that's how a company works versus, like I was saying, Sequoia Capital, mm -hmm. which is one of the biggest uh, venture capitalist fund, funds in the world. They were always very sure about picking their investments and that crippled them by not completing the investments allocated for a financial year. 
Whereas when they diversified, they not only did invest, but also got brilliant returns, which actually took them past some of the bigger players. Yeah, I think that when it does come off, it must be so rewarding for a company to be able to navigate that landscape. Exactly, exactly. It's it's uh, so, sorry to add there again. Going back to cricket, Surya Kumar Yadav has diversified, <laughs> has a lot of amazing shots. It doesn't pay all the time, but when another player who's had the track history does the same thing, it's a calculated risk. So it's about making sure you bank on what you've done well over the years, especially in the financial market. And the markets are way more rapidly changing than they used to. So it's like having a solid defence and that allows you to be creative in attack. I've got it. Okay. With every investment, there's always an element of risk attached to it. And that has the potential to harm the returns, which the market and and investors don't like. In order to be as resilient as possible, uh, how does diversification minimise risk and also try and shield against uh, economic uncertainties? You know, why do you think that Dubai investment has been successful and how do you think they fare in that regard? Absolutely. So uh, one man's risk is another man's reward. So that's always the case in in investment market. So when you look, if we eliminate all risk from the stock market, I think nothing will grow and nothing will happen. Now, what's important, like I said, is to take calculated risks, but to be cognizant of some of the other companies who are entering the foray. So a lot of the companies in the last 10 years, especially in UAE, have, they were traditionally the family offices or big funds. They've evolved into either a holding company or an investment company. A lot of them are coming to terms with how to execute and what to do here. Uh, some successfully, some not. And it's predominantly because of the risk that take in diversifying. Now, if we look at how Dubai works, the, the double down on tourism and uh, real estate, if we are riding the macroeconomic wave of Dubai while investing, which Dubai Investment has done really well, for example, creating DIP, which is now you know quite in demand because of being in the right place at the right time. And that's what's been the differentiator for DIP. DIP being Dubai Investments Park? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Gautam Mahansi, thank you very much for coming in and sharing your knowledge and your experience on the importance of diversifying your portfolio. Thanks, Kitch. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Uh, it was quite exciting. Um, last thought is don't keep all your eggs in one basket. Uh, thank you so much. It's a good bit of advice. Thank you. If you would like more information about Dubai Investments or would like to learn more about the topics covered in this series, please visit the website www.golfnews.com forward slash investing dash in dash the dash future. In the next episode of Investing in the Future, we focus on Dubai Investments sustainability and green initiatives. Join us as we discover how Dubai Investments is moving towards an eco-conscious future while maintaining a thriving business. I'm Lachlan Kitchen and I look forward to your company then.